It's time to let you in on a little secret. Actually, lots of secrets. We're talking strategy and most importantly, return on your investment for your podcast. Welcome to Branded Podcast Secrets. All right, welcome to another episode of Branded Podcast Secrets. I'm your host, Erin Greger, and today I have a very another special guest for you. I'd like to welcome and introduce you to Ms. Shannon Andress. Shannon, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Oh. Yeah, I'm excited. We met on Clubhouse. I did some little research on you. I'm like, you know what? I need to have her on your show because it's very interesting how you're you're utilizing podcasts for your business and we're going to talk about it all today. So Shannon is the host of the you've you've got this you got this the journey podcast. Uh, it's a, a podcast about mental health, which I think is an extremely important topic right now. I love how so many people are talking about mental health. Uh, but I know you, you sell some products that have an alignment and that came after the podcast. And then you've got some more business stuff that's coming after the podcast. So the podcast is really the stepping stone of your business. So can you talk a little bit about you got this and what it was that you said, you know what, I, I want to have more conversations about this and not just with friends, but I'm going to put it out there publicly. Yeah, absolutely. So during the pandemic, like many of us, I was experiencing new struggles that I had never gone through before. Like I had bits of anxiety here and there, like on the airplane or, you know, after a drunk night, like, oh my God, what did I do last night? But nothing like just throughout the day at random moments, anxiety hitting me out of nowhere. So during the pandemic, I think it was just this pressure of what is happening in the world and this fear overcame me and all of these terrible, terrible thoughts were going through my head. And I actually started to experience these very severe anxiety attacks that were very physical in my body, but I had no clue what was going on because I had never had an anxiety attack before. So all of a sudden, I'm, my whole body is involuntarily shaking and I'm feeling like I'm having a heart attack and then I throw up and I'm like, did I eat something that was bad? Did I have too much coffee? But I had no idea what was happening to me. And it got to a point where, you know, every single day I had to go to my boyfriend and be like, just tell me everything's okay. Just tell me everything's going to be okay. And just crying and crying. And I put myself into a depression because I wasn't validating my feelings and acknowledging them. Because once I realized that it was anxiety, I was getting mad at myself. I was like, well, what do you have to be anxious about? Like you have a full-time job, you're home, you're safe, you have your family, you're healthy. What the heck do you have to be anxious about when you see what so many other people are going through in this world? And so I never thought like that I deserved to go and get help. Um, and I just got into a very, very negative place. Like every day, just not wanting to get up and get out of bed, not wanting to go to work. And it was just like the same cycle over and over. And I just had no idea what I was meant to do in this world anymore. And I was just so sad and in fear every day of these anxiety attacks. So, you know, eventually I think got to a point where I just felt bad for the ones around me. You know, like I kept asking everybody to tell me everything's going to be okay. And I wasn't showing up for the people who needed me most. So I put myself into therapy. I went and spoke to somebody because I was like, I cannot live like this anymore. This is no way to be living. And um, through therapy and finding out the 
right ways to deal with an anxiety attack, new methods that I could introduce into my life. I embarked on this journey where I was like, you know what? If I could find little tips and tricks of how to improve mentally, why the heck wouldn't I try to do that in every aspect of my life? Like find the best ways that I can show up and be Shannon, be present and leave my mark on this world. And so I started this journey where I really dove into a daily routine of mindfulness and you know, exercising better and nutrition. And the results were just so incredible. I had this like overwhelming feeling that I had to share my story with people. And the podcast was like the last thing I ever thought of. (laughs) It's like, should I do a blog? You know, should I, should I start like a newsletter, just do social media? But I realized that I really needed to use my voice. And it was actually quite a shock for people because the only person that knew I went into therapy was my boyfriend. I hadn't told anybody else. So now it's like, oh, and you're going to share this with the entire world. But I just felt this overwhelming calling where I knew so many people weren't validating their feelings. They were going through exactly what I was going through. And so I wanted to be the voice that the people who maybe feel like their story isn't big enough, maybe feel like they don't have a right to be feeling this way, can understand that what they're going through is completely normal and we need to acknowledge it and take care of ourselves. Yeah, it's so important. So side note, my husband is a chiropractor and he does like a physiology and crazy stuff. And he's like, all of us, our whole society, like every pa- every single patient he sees is messed up because of the pandemic. And, you, and you're, and, and yeah. it, to me, it was so weird. I'm like, wh- like, I stay home a lot. Like I, I, I can be an introvert by nature. Why is this messing with me so much? And it really was a, a mind for lack of a better term. I mean, it really was. So tell me how the podcast started, uh, you know, your initial intent of it versus how this has really evolved. It sounds like it's almost been like, I'm going to start a podcast and holy crap, all these doors or possibilities are opening up because of the podcast. Is that correct? Yeah. And it's so interesting because everybody else that I've met who's done a podcast they're pretty much doing a podcast like after they've started a business and the podcast is being used to grow the business. Whereas I was completely opposite. Like I started this as a full blown passion project where I wasn't expecting to really make any income from it. Like I just wanted to feel good about doing something in the world. And then I was getting such like an overwhelming response from people of people that finally found courage to get therapy and they want to connect and have positivity. And then it just made me feel like, okay, these listeners are going from my podcast to my social media page. And what are they getting? All they're getting is maybe a funny post or an inspirational quote, which is great. We all need that, right? But I want to provide more resources. I want to be the person that can give you every single tool you need in your toolbox to be the best person that you can be. And so actually, I switched therapists and she um, put me on this natural, holistic approach of dealing with anxiety with um, all natural supplements because nothing wrong with having to go on medication, but I just felt like, why don't I try every other avenue before we have to get there? And if I have to, no problem at all, but like, let's try everything else. And then once I saw the results of that product, I was like, that's a resource that I want to provide to people. So I partnered with them. I said, you know what? I'm getting great results from your product. I love your mission. Let me bring it into my podcast and help my listeners. And I'm continuing to do that with my website that I'm building, um, more resources that I'm going to be providing. It's just giving everybody 
as many tools as I can. So it's really evolved into to more than the podcast just because I want to help people in so many more oh, ways. I love it. I think, you know, so I have a history of addiction, right? Um, you know, I go from, I would bounce from alcohol to work to shopping, you know, all these different things to, to fill a void. And I never knew the connections, right? And I think it was just so like when people started talking about this and it was podcasts, it was pot where I'm like, wait a minute, other people think like this. And you know what I mean? Like, wait, wait, other people like struggle with this. Like I thought I was crazy or strange or whatever. And there's so much power to those voices and, and being able to do that. Um, you know, obviously you did it for, you know, to talk to other people, how has it changed your life? Like, just curious. I mean, you know, you're building a business now behind it. And I want to make sure we, we talk about it. it's in the um, Amare Global Wellness Products. That's what you're selling, right? And we'll put a link to your Instagram yep. or, you know, to the websites and stuff where, where people can find that. But how, how has this, like, you know, kind of walk me through, like, this is what I expect the podcast to do for me. You know, even your own mental health to what it actually has done? Yeah, I, I absolutely love that question because I didn't even consider, honestly, how it would help me. I really was just so focused on like, who am I going to be reaching? Who are the people that were in my shoes that I could be making a difference with? But in reality, this podcast has changed my life so, so much where I always had the mission of just helping one person, but I'm finding that I'm really helping myself in this process too. You know, I think before I did the podcast and before I went through this struggle myself, I was, I wasn't selfish enough. I'll say I never took time for self care. I was letting people around me who were negative influence my life, you know, with gossip and drama. And when you go through this journey and you feel this, responsibility that you have to show up for the people that you've now committed, not just to yourself, but to everybody else, you really recognize those things and you know now what you want in life and what you don't. So I think now I've learned to become a bit more selfish where I definitely take more time for self-care than I did in the past. And I'm so much more comfortable saying no to people and removing negativity. If something is not going to make me feel good or something is going to put me into an anxious state of mind, then it's not for me and I'm totally fine stepping away. And I've now gravitated towards like through clubhouse and social media and just connecting with more people, the people that I want to be connected with, you know, who you're with, who surrounds you is a reflection yeah, of you. So I, I'm going to preface this. I, this may sound judgy and I promise it's not coming from a judgy place, but did you have to overcome like a, who am I to talk about this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, a. I, I'm just a girl and I'm not saying you're just a girl and you have no right. But I, for me, I would have been like, well, I'm just a girl who suffered through this. I'm sure there's people out there who've been studying this for 80 years who should be talking about it more than I. Did you have to overcome anything like that? Oh my gosh. I, I love that you're asking this and I don't take offense to it at all because this is something I struggled with so much. Like my back was up against the wall and I was like, who the hell do I think I am? Like I newly went through this mental health issue within this past year. It's not like I've struggled with it my whole life. And the people that I was listening to, you know, the podcast, it was like, you know, these people went to like the very end where they almost lost everything or, you know, they, 
um, went through bankruptcy or severe loss or just all these different things where they hit rock bottom. And I felt like I'm just anxious at home. Like, what is my story to be telling people? And I really doubted it for a long time. And also, like, even these new tips and tricks that I was trying out, I'd only been doing them for, like, a couple of months. It wasn't like I nailed this routine down. But that's kind of why I decided to do it, because I never felt like any podcast I listened to was just a normal girl who was still figuring it out with you. Like, every person I listened to was the expert who had been doing this for years. So once I decided to look at my experience as a, a a blessing and a benefit for some so many people. That's when I was able to overcome those, but I still struggle with it. Like every time I go take a new step in my career, like even partnering with the Amari Global products or creating my website, that question of who the hell do you think you are creeps into my head every time and it's such a hard battle. I'm trying to, you know, work on it through therapy with my coach, but it's well, hard. Okay, so it's you brought really up a hard. really important point, though, that I I want to make sure we like narrow in on because you are not pretending to be anything you're not. You know what I mean? Like you're not going out there and being like, I've got it all figured out. I know all the answers. I've studied this forever. You know, I always give this example, like the person who weighs 400 pounds and wants to do a weight loss fitness podcast or program or whatever. Like you may, if they go and they're like, I know what I'm doing and you should listen to me, you'd be like do you like really but the fact if you came and said listen i've hit a bump in a road and i realized i want to change i want to bring you on this journey with me those are two very different things for the exact same person you know what i mean and i think that honesty mm -hmm. is so important and it, it gives you that permission to you know talk about where you're at and you're not claiming to be this you know, end all be all, you're claiming to be just a, a person who's, who's going through this. I think it's so important to, to really make sure we talk about. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, it kind of takes the pressure off too, because if you're trying to be the expert and deep down, you know, you're not like you will never get to a good place mentally. So it just takes the pressure off of me as well to know I'm being totally honest with all of you. Like I'm just your average 27 year old girl. I still work a nine to five job. You know, I'm not just this person living on social media. And um, I, I think it does provide a level of comfort, not just to me, yeah. but so also to how are you finding too. guests right now? What's, what's, what are some of your strategies for finding people to come on your show? So I would say about no joke, like 95% of my guests are all through Clubhouse. And it's just being in rooms. Yeah, exactly. It's being in rooms on, you know, mental health, spiritual connection, um, exercise, nutrition. And I just hear people speak or they hear me speak and we connect. We got on a call and see if we're a good fit for each other. But the remaining 5% is just the proactive outreach when I feel inspired by somebody. So if it's somebody who I met in person who they just had an overwhelming effect on me or through social media, I see their story and I'm just like, I got to talk to you about what you've gone through. I make the outreach through there. But, you know, I'm very, very specific with my guests on my show because unless it's somebody who inspires me and that I can learn from, I don't want to waste my time or the listener's time. And I don't say that to be selfish, but it's just that like, if I really want to give people the right resources, then right. your job to is to put out great content. Seriously. Nothing, <laughs> that's uh, not at all. So 
how are you promoting it? I'm going to guess Clubhouse is part of the promotion strategy. Uh, but talk about how you're using Clubhouse, too, to pro- because a lot of people are very enamored with Clubhouse. They hear about Clubhouse. You and I met on Clubhouse. Uh, but they're like, how would I use it to grow a mm-hmm. podcast? Or are you, Can you give any tips or tricks of how you're using it? Yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways that you can use Clubhouse. I think a lot of people look at it as like, oh, it's just an app that you speak on. But it's so much more. Like, there's so many different ways you could be using it. So I guess I'll give you like my top three ways that that I use it. (laughs) So I go into rooms and every single room I raise my hand in. And I may sound like a confident person when I speak in those stages, but if you were with me, you would see like I have insane pit stains, my chest is red, I'm like the hyperventilating because I still get severe anxiety like public speaking, you know? But I'll raise my hand and I'll do it because I'll push myself outside of my comfort zone, tell people who I am, talk about the podcast, and I always just tell them to reach out to me on, you know, Instagram and let me know. So. I'll get up in every kind of room, whatever room there is, because you never know who's in a room. It could be a topic that you thought was just, I don't know, like something that had no importance, but there could be one person in that audience who heard you and went, wow, I got to meet with them. Um, The second thing I do is whenever I hear somebody's doing a room, that's like something that I am so confident and like ready to talk about with people. I ask if I can co-moderate like, Hey, can I just jump on stage with you? I'll support you. You take the lead, but I'll be there for you. And I've met so many people that way. Um, and then the final way is that I created my own club for my podcast. You got this, the journey so that not only I can reach more people and have more of these conversations, but also it's a way that like my listeners don't just have to listen to me. They can come there and actually talk to me and my guests I've had on my show. So yeah, yeah. So there's, are there's you, so many things. Are you, you creating do rooms with your guests, like previous guests? Is that a sh- like, um, you know, hey, every X, you get to talk to maybe the guest of last week or just previous guests in general. Are you doing anything along those lines? As you said, they can talk to you and your guests. So right now it's just been brand new people that I met through Clubhouse where I'm kind of returning the favor. Like they had me co-moderate, so now I'm bringing them to co-moderate. And I have to be honest, I'm really slacking with Clubhouse, like me hosting, because it's so much easier to just jump into a room, but to plan out your Clubhouse rooms, plus your social media content, plus like your recording, I'm struggling with that. But that is the goal that eventually... I will have returning guests come okay. on That's awesome. and be there for um, people to ask questions. Any other social media channels that you're using for promotion? Okay. Mainly Instagram. Instagram is like my bread and butter. Um, I post on there everything that people need to know about the guests. We do audiograms, uh, Zoom clips, the quotes from the episodes. And then I like to have fun with it. Like Even though I talk about a heavy topic, I want my social media to be a positive page that is raising awareness. So any of the topics I'm going through or something that I want to share with everybody, I'll put it in a reel or some sort of fun video. And that seems to be working really well. So and are you seeing direct Instagram relations the main like one, I would increases say. of numbers? Because, like, I know you can see where some of the traffic's coming from. Is it from Instagram? Like, are you seeing results from that? Yeah, I think so. And and also Clubhouse, though, too. Like, something I'll always say is check out the podcast and then let me know. So then through Clubhouse, it goes to Instagram to see my podcast and a message about what they thought of the podcast. So 
I feel like it's all very connected. But if it wasn't for Instagram or Clubhouse, I don't think I would have the numbers that I do right now. Like, who would be able to find this podcast? There's so many people yeah, talking there, about yeah. these and topics, is, but you know. But I, I think it's awesome. So, um, mm-hmm. what changed? Like, is there any from where you started to where you are right now? Are you changing strategy at all? And and I'm curious too, as this becomes more of a formal business, does the strategy of the podcast change at all? Um, you know what? Not really, because the podcast at its core will always be like what it started as. What's new is that I have new things to promote and offer. But the structure for me has stayed exactly the same. It's just new yeah, branches, awesome. I guess, that are coming um, out of this. Anything. So actually, let me ask you this, too, because a lot of people will get tripped up in the overwhelm of creating a podcast. It sounds like you know you did a lot of this yourself. Was there anything outside of the who am I question that is not a small question because a lot of people struggle with that. But anything else you had to overcome in order to bring this thing to life? Yeah. So, you know, when you start getting into podcasting, it's like, okay, I'm going to record. And then I guess I just post it somewhere. What else is there to it? And then you get on YouTube and then you get into these clubhouse rooms and you hear everybody giving their top 50 things that you have to have to do. And the overwhelm is unreal where I'm like, I, I know nothing about editing or this compressor or, you know, all these different things that people are doing and that overwhelm and that imposter syndrome creeps in as well. And I think for me, I had to take it, take a breath and just record episode one. And for a lot of people, it's like, how do I even get started? You know, like, wh- what do I do? Do I just start yeah. with Apple headphones or do I start with a microphone? Like, what do I do? And for me, I knew that if I didn't purchase a microphone and purchase the equipment that I would chicken out. So I kind of was like, you're going to get this because if you get this, now you got to do it. And so I kind of challenged myself into it. But it's hard because you look up all these different methods and techniques of what they say you should and shouldn't do. But then at the end of the day, you no, learn that every single podcast I, I mean, I run a production company where we build podcasts <laughs> for people. And there's still, I mean, you could ask me about 50% of the hosting sites and I would be like, I hadn't even heard of that one yet. Like, there's just so many options out there. And in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things, you just start like I'm recording this. I'm not in my studio and I have a client recording in another studio. So I'm in an echoey room. Like I understand it probably sounds more equity, echoey, echoey than I want it to, but who care? Like, I know it's not the most optimal sound, but it's going to work and it's going to do its job and I can fix a little right. bit of it. But I, I think we get so caught up in this. Um, it has to be perfect. And if I don't like people, will get stumped on a microphone. Like I can't, I, I can't figure out what microphone to buy. So I'm not going to do this. Just yeah. buy a microphone. And if you want to upgrade, then upgrade later, but just start somewhere. So I appreciate it. So, uh, I appreciate your honesty from that perspective. Um, so wrapping up, I always love to ask if there was a person out there like, mm, I want to do this or, you know, I, whatever, for whatever reason, or maybe they're trying to figure out how to like really put the pedal to the metal and put themselves out there in clubhouse rooms or whatever to grow their podcast. What's the advice you'd have for them? Well, my biggest thing is that, you know, social media, I think is a monster 
And it's it could it's like there's so many good things about social media, but there's a lot of bad things too. Like I think that the problem we have right now, and I guess I'm seeing it a lot because I deal with the mental health field and I connect with a lot of people through there, is there's a lot of pressure for people to come out and share their stories and that they have to be vulnerable and talk about every hard thing they went through in their life. You do not have to do that. Just because people like me or somebody else may be ready on their journey to share what happened to them, do not feel like you now have to open up and tell the whole world. Because if that's not in your wheelhouse, like don't do that. But if you come to the point where you're ready and you're ready to speak up, just stay true to you and do it. Like, do not try and paint your picture to be any more dramatic or funny or exciting. Like, just be real because then you find the right people to gravitate towards you. If you're being fake, then the fake people to follow are going to, you know, come into your life as well. So I think that's it would just be stay true to what it is that you want to do. I love it. Another and guess, put yourself uh, out there and the right people will flock to you. And it's very similar. Like just stay in your lane. Like be you. Uh, don't try to be the next Joe Rogan. Always mm-hmm. Joe Rogan because that's like the end all be all to podcasting, right? But um, just be you. And I, <laughs> I love that advice. So Shannon, thank you so much for taking your time today. I'm so glad we got a chance to connect uh, in person and get to see each other versus just hear each other. Um, I know you're still building your website. So if someone wanted to find you, find your podcast, uh, find out more about how they can connect with you, where is the best place for them to go? Yeah. So if you guys head over to Instagram and type in, you got this underscore the journey, you'll find my page where you can follow me and all the guests I've had on my show. And in my bio, there is a link tree. It has the link to everywhere that you can listen to the podcast and also the Amari global products. So if you want to you know, check out the mental wellness products. If you're looking for a natural solution for anxiety, stress, energy, or even weight loss. I mean, they have everything. It's all natural, plant-based, chemical-free. So you can find all of that at my Instagram page. So just head over to you got this underscore the journey. And I'm actually one of those people. I don't just say this. I answer every DM that I get. I will never, I don't care if I got like a million followers, I will not ignore anybody's message. I love it. I'm so link that if you have questions or need support, over at just let me know. Uh, for Shannon's episode. So Shannon, thank you so much. I very much appreciate your time today.